Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello again, everybody, and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Wes Mitchell. A busy week for Gamecock football, particularly at the wide receiver position, Wes. And the Gamecocks announced that DJ Neal will transfer from the program. We expected there to be one more player depart the team, and it ends up being sophomore wideout DJ Neal. Yeah, like you said, very, very busy week. Uh, you know, commitment to the wide receiver position, uh, rumors, uh, you know, about uh, – transfers in at the wide receiver position and then of course they uh, transfer out at the wide receiver position and DJ Neal um, you know this is one that I think was a surprise to uh, a lot of people it was one we had kind of been monitoring as being a possibility for a while um, and you know I, I try to tell uh, our members there on the board that uh, guys actually consider transferring way more than probably anyone ever knows and, and most of the time um you know, that's with any college football program. Most of the time, uh, you know what, they say, I'm overreacting. I'm going to stick around and, and uh, stay at the same school. But uh, transfers are more and more common than ever. Um, there certainly are always transfers when there's a coaching change. And, you know, what? I think D.J. Neal is a talented kid. I think you look at the receiving core. He's someone who could have helped this football program. I don't, I don't think there's any doubt about that from a talent perspective. Uh, he could have helped the Gamecocks. But, um, you know, you, you've got to be a fit for the program you're at. You've got to want to be there. Um, you know, I, I think it just got to the point where uh, DJ Neal needed a, a new start with a new program, and uh, that uh, is something that he's obviously now going to get. DJ Neal had eight receptions in nine games as a freshman, and he now becomes the second Gamecock receiver that will transfer joining Shaq Davidson. So news out this week that DJ Neal will leave the program. Uh, but the Gamecocks do pick up a commitment for 2017 at the receiver position. Wes, Stephen Guidry, 6'4", 190-pound JUCO transfer, will have three years to play three. Tell us about him. Uh, yeah, this, this is a guy that, um, you know, one college football coach told me that uh, he's got some of the best film he had ever seen. Uh, you know, he, he's listed about 6'4". He's a big kid, but he, he's smooth. You know, a lot of these 6'4 guys um, – you know, maybe aren't aren't the smoothest operators, aren't the fastest guys, but you know, you watch him on film and he just absolutely explodes. He catches the football. Um, really, especially at the high school level, it's just unfair watching this guy with his size and and speed go up over defensive backs. He just didn't really stand a chance. Um, obviously, he was an academic casualty out of high school that really affected his uh, his offers as well out of high school. Um, he uh, had some late interest from LSU, actually had a reported offer from Missouri late, but actually ended up signing with McNeese State uh, due to the academics. I think at first he didn't want to go that JUCO route, and that's McNeese State. Obviously uh, wasn't really very happy. Um, not sure if there was an injury involved, too, or not, but he actually ended up taking a redshirt year there, which um, 
is going to be a blessing in disguise because he enrolled at Hines Community College in January um, of this year, which means he'll do three semesters there. He'll graduate in May, and then, as you said, he'll have three to play three. So uh, that, I think, very much ups his value as a prospect because most JUCOs arrive uh, basically as juniors. He will arrive at South Carolina as a sophomore. So that gives him three years to play at South Carolina. And, uh, you know, as they look to continue to upgrade and replace guys in the wide receiver core, this gives them an excellent start to uh, the 2017 wide receiver recruiting class. Gidry also has offers from Georgia, Miami, Mississippi State, and Missouri, but he did commit to the Gamecocks this week, and you can read more about him here on GamecocksCentral.com. This is Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell. Wes, a couple of other players we can talk about. One of them is uh, Josiah Coatney, defensive lineman, a Georgia native who went to community college or junior college route, and he could be a late addition to the 2016 class. Talk about him. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think a, a key thing to focus on with this South Carolina staff is that um, they kind of have a no-stone is going to go unturned approach to uh, the recruiting process. You know, I, I think if you're South Carolina, you, you have to – work at all avenues to try to add to this program and add guys who can help. And, you know, Coatney's a kid who um, has only been at UCO for um, basically a, exactly a year. He, uh, he got there January of last year. And, you know, that means that it wasn't quite clear if he was going to be ready to en- enroll for the 2016 class or if he was going to have to be a mid-year 2017 enrollee. So, uh, his coach there at, uh, at Holmes Community College didn't know what to tell coaches, and that held coaches, college coaches off from, from going after him. So um, he actually uh, got in good grades from his last semester, and he's now on track to graduate this May. Um, as long as he makes, makes his grades this semester, he'll be a, a full qualifier and is now a part of the 2016 class. So, uh, you know, South Carolina and Alabama, to give you an idea of this guy's talent level, uh, those two programs actually, that the day word got out um, that he was going to be eligible, both those programs offered. Um, after that, Florida, uh, Ole Miss, uh, I believe Mississippi State, basically a bunch of SECs all, all jumped in on him. And, you know, he's going to take a number of official visits, including one to South Carolina, March 19th. You know, they'll, they'll have to survive those other SEC official visits, but I, I think. What plays in South Carolina's favor here is, is there's a number of factors. Um, first being he is from Georgia. So, you know, you, you do have a guy that's fairly, would be fairly close to home. He does like the idea of playing the SEC, which all those schools, obviously, I've mentioned are in the SEC. But he, he's actually got family in the state of South Carolina. He's got a bunch of family members that are in Charleston. He's actually got an aunt that lives right here in Columbia. Um, he's got a, a familiarity with the state of South Carolina, with the program. Uh, Steve Spurrier's staff actually recruited him a little bit out of high school, so he was looking at South Carolina then. So, uh, you know, you never quite know how the official visits are going to go, but when I look at all those factors, to me that that says that this guy is going to uh, give South Carolina a very, very hard look. And, you know, I, I think when they're looking at that defense um, and the personnel, they're, they're looking to basically is there any way at all they can upgrade the talent on that defense and, and that defensive line in particular. This is a guy that I think they're seeing, hey, he's got, he's also got three years to play. Um, 
but he's a little bit older, a little bit more physically mature than just a high school player. So it, it makes a lot of sense for South Carolina to go after guys like Josiah uh, Coatney, who um, certainly have some uh, some big playability there on the line. Yeah, Coatney, a player to keep an eye on for Gamecock recruiting fans and followers, and we'll continue to update you on him here on Gamecock Central. Wes, we opened a program talking about the receiver position, the departure of D.J. Neal, who will transfer, and we talked about the addition or the commitment from Stephen Guidry, the junior college player uh, who will be part of the 2017 class, and there was more movement or news around the receiver position this week. Talk that former Gamecock player Shaq Rowland, who was originally from Lexington, South Carolina, he was Mr. Football uh, in high school ball here in the Palmetto State several years ago. Uh, he was part of the Gamecock football team for a couple of years, left the team, and there's talk this week that he may return. Uh, what are you hearing on that, Wes? Uh, yeah, I think um, not so fast uh, would, would probably be hmm. the best way to um, describe that situation. Um, you know, I think it, it would have been a really cool story. And you know what, Shaq, Shaq is a super talented dude. I mean, there's no questioning his athletic ability. You love uh, to see a kid be able to put it all together and have a final year, and it, it'd be a great story. But, uh, you know, based on what uh, we've heard, and, you know, I'll kind of defer to, to Chris Clark. He's the one who had the scoop on this one. But, um, you know, what he was told, essentially there are so many variables at play here for a guy to transfer uh, back to a four-year school after transferring out that um, it, it's just not going to be uh, – not going to be possible, not going to be likely, I guess, uh, to be completely sure, uh, not going to be likely that, that Shaq Rowland will be able to transfer back. Uh, you know, again, it would have been a really, really cool story. And, and he could help this team. I, I mean, you know, a, a focused Shaq Rowland um, is an all-SEC-type um, talent, uh, I, I think. You know, I, I was, I think, among a lot of people who just kept waiting on Shaq to have that one big breakout year. He showed flashes. Um, had some drops, but then he'd have some great catches as well. And um, you know, would have been would have been a great story. But um, I think it's a, a super long shot to actually take place. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell. We invite you to download the free phone apps that allow you to listen to Gamecock Central Radio on your phone. We've got an Android app and an iPhone app, and we're also on iTunes. Just search Gamecock Central Radio for all three. Wes. Uh, Wren quarterback Jay Ulrich is another player that the Gamecocks have been uh, mentioned as being involved with. What can you tell us about him, the latest on him? Jay Ulrich, quarterback from Wren High School in the Upstate. Thank you for some more interest. Deserves to be talked about more. Uh, he's a dual-threat guy. Rushed for 1,000 yards last year, but he can throw the football, too. He's got size. He's about 6'3", probably a buck 95. Um, you know, has just a lot of um, talent and, and has all the intangibles as well. You know what, actually – Reminds me off the field a bit of uh, of Dylan Thompson, just in the way he carries himself, his work ethic. Already very involved in this community, uh, you know, religious kid that just really has his uh, his life together. So um, I'm a big fan of the kid. I, I think that South Carolina sort of up their recruitment of him a little bit here lately. He, he's had a lot of schools, big name schools that are have shown interest, but just have not quite pulled the trigger for him yet on that offer. Um, Coastal Carolina is his biggest offer right now, but um, recently visited NC State. I, I know they had a, a coaching change at the offense coordinator position. Uh, they were really looking harder than before, but they've kind of taken a step back to evaluate a bunch of quarterbacks. South Carolina evaluating a bunch of quarterbacks. Um, just, just a kid that I, I think eventually one quote unquote major school, you know, power five type school, 
is going to offer him, and then I think a bunch of other schools are going to are going to hop in for him. And, and he, he's going to have I, I think he's a, a ten plus offer type kid before it's all said and done. Hmm. But you know, if you're South Carolina, particularly if they decide to take two quarterbacks, um, you know, which I think is a possibility when you look at. Um, you know, the depth chart moving forward. If they do that, because I think they're in good shape with Jake Bentley. Um, you know, I, I think even if you take two, though, Jay Yurk would, would be a perfect guy to try to add to the mix just because of the work ethic, the intangibles, uh, the raw um, athletic ability he brings to the table. And this is a hardworking kid, too, who's um, been training in the offseason with uh, Ramon Robinson, um, same quarterback trainer that uh, – has worked with uh, Kelly Bryant, the uh, former Wren quarterback that um, is at Clemson right now as Deshaun Watson's backup. So um, definitely think Jay Rick's the kid people need to talk about a bit more. All right, there's one other recruiting item worth mentioning here. Gamecocks, the first SEC offer for three-star defensive end Alec Jackson out of Montgomery, Alabama. He's 6'4", 238 pounds. He's also got offers from North Carolina, Cincinnati, and Southern Miss. And you can read more about him and all of the latest Gamecock recruiting information in the Insider Report on GamecockCentral.com. Wes, we appreciate your time today. Always looking forward to talking some recruiting with you, and I know you work hard to keep us updated, literally up to the minute, on everything that's going on with Gamecock recruiting, and the wheels never stop turning on the recruiting machine. Yeah, absolutely, and I hope everyone will check us out on GamecockCentral.com, and check us out on Twitter, too, at Gamecock Central and at West Central GC. All right, we're recording here on Thursday, March the 3rd, and it happens to be Wes's birthday, so happy birthday, Wes. We appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Thanks, man. Hey, big dirty 30 today, so uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> I, uh, I feel the same that I felt yesterday, though, so I guess that's a good sign. The big three oak. Well, congratulations, and again, happy birthday. He's Wes Mitchell, and I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for joining us on Gamecock Central Radio. Have a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.